James was the first pastor at the church at Jerusalem. That's a church nobody would want because everybody basically was killed. They were martyred, just like Jesus was murdered in Jerusalem. That church was the hotbed for hate, and they were one by one. He says, you're being scattered abroad. That's how he starts this little book. But then he says right after that, he says, count it all joy when these different trials and troubles come your way. What is he going to tell them? Jump off a bridge? Say, listen, you've got a choice to make when life, when things throw curves at you and hard times come. You can whine, complain, drink, do drugs, or thank God that you're a believer in Christ. Thank God that you're with me when everybody else walks away. Yes or no? Amen. The word counted all joy means to leap. That's how he started out this book. And right out of the gate, even though they were suffering, even though they were persecuted, James never coddled them. Ever. He was tough. He was strong. He had to be. They were coming after him. That was the church, the early church in Jerusalem. He gave a lot of tough messages, didn't he? I mean, he did, man. And uh, the one of the toughest was on the mouth. Remember that one a few weeks ago? He said the tongue's an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. You know, he said, we, we take a big old horse with a bit in his mouth, a ship with a little thing on the back, and we can run them suckers, but you can't run your life. If you ever get a handle on this, your life will go a whole lot better. And they were biting on one another, and they were tearing each other down. They also were people of prejudice. Probably not so much the color of skin, but who had and who didn't have. Status, And we do that today all the stinking time. James condemned it. That's no place for that in the church. Yes or no, amen? Should people be elevated in the church because they got money? Yes or no? No! We serve the Lord because we serve the Lord. The poor can serve the Lord. The rich can serve the Lord. But if you're poor and you're not right with God, you don't, you don't want to do it the right way and, and honor God and serve the Lord and be humble, then you shouldn't do it. But if you're rich and... You're not humble and you're arrogant and proud. You shouldn't do it. Yes or no, amen? He's God, I ain't. Say that with me. He's what? And I ain't. And we ain't. So this is James' message. <clears throat> Tough, man. And then last week, live in the now. Remember? He was a little bit nicer, right? Live in the now. He's still tough because they're talking about what they're going to do. Here they suffering. They're having to live in each other's homes. Because their home's been burned down or whatever. And uh, they talk about, we don't go do this next year. And boy, James smacked them. He said, don't, you're evil when you presume that you have a tomorrow. Live today. Amen? So last message is this one. Ready? How many of you are glad James is over? <laughs> hey, don't think it's going to get any easier because next week we're going to talk about our country. You hear me? I love this country. And I love our flag. Okay? You stand up. You stand up for what you do. Period. Period. If you're around me, I hope you do, or I'll help you up. I'll go, come on, get on up. How about that? But the point, we're going to talk about next week, but today let's finish the book of James. Here we go, buddy. Let's push me now. It's not long. Well, look at that. Welcome to my home place. I took you to Mama's. Look, look, I was there. And this is where, where I grew up, and they're taking this land, you know about it, the veterans are going to extend their cemetery and make this a memorial garden here. And
and uh, I just wanted to come here today. I have my family with me, but I want you to see it as well. I got Coach Bears doing the filming. Coach, how about we just do a quick scan? Look over here. Here's the yard. The house used to sit right here behind this pecan tree. Right, Ray? Yeah. Right here. Remember the walnut tree? Them little walnuts? Crazy. Yeah. But right here was the house. Right here. Amen? As you scan the camera around, look at them. Look at them all coming up the hill. Look at them. We even got the crazy dog. Y'all heard about my dog at church dancing? Come in. Come in. Get on. Get on film. See, he don't even listen out here. Look at him. <laughs> but look at the, uh, look down here at the uh, crosses, the cemetery. That's just going to continue right on up this hill. And so we're just really excited. We're really excited about what they're doing. It looks so pretty. And this was a, this was a really, really rough area, bad area. And uh, it's hard to believe they did this. There's really most of the places up this way are, are not inhabitable anymore. No. And, uh, but we're just, we're just really thankful. So I wanted y'all to see it. And uh, anyway, God bless you. All right? Praise the Lord. God is good. Amen? So anyway, thank God that we live in America. Look at this church, my brother Ray. I've got a lot of family. Look at Thank God we live in America. Amen. And he served in the armed, armed services, Army, what years? Uh, 72, 71, 73. Yes. And then Chuck, doing the video... Served how long? What years, Chuck? 87 to 91. 87 to 91. Amen. Awesome. And then Kim's uh, dad, he served in the Marines as well. So, I mean, this is just a great place. Amen. So, anyway, there you go. Welcome to Rockingham. That's right. <laughs> Amen. I want you to see that. We helped make that happen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's where my mom was murdered in that house that's no longer there. And uh, it was all grown up. It was terrible. You couldn't even ride up the road. And it's crazy. And that's a really the worst part of town is right there. If you're there, you would know it. But it uh, doesn't look it there, though, does it? didn't look half bad, did it? It's amazing when you take something and make it a little nicer and extend it. And right across the street's the VFW Club. And there's a big old tank in the yard. And they're going to make sure it's going to stay okay. Those are some pretty tough birds over there. Amen? So we got security. And we like it. Amen. So let's go to the message. Thanks, Raj. I forgot you were going to do that. Let's go to the message now. I'm wore out. I should have said that earlier, all that stuff. Here we go. Real results from the book of James. It's tough talk to help me walk. Let's talk about this message today. The last part of the book of James is chapter 5. It's like a Bible study with you this morning. Can you say that with me? Really caring? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's say it again with a little bit of encouragement and enthusiasm. Really caring? Really you really care? Really? Well, James says you need to really care. God's Word, the Holy Spirit, the living God says you and I need to really care. Really. Let's talk about, about people. And that's what he said. That's what we need. That's what we need in this little church, James says. The persecuted church. Instead of running your mouth, instead of preferring one another, instead of worrying about what you're going to buy next year, how about you love today and live today and give today? And care for each other today instead of biting on one another. Amen. That's what our country needs right now. You hear me? It's crazy. Think you're going to get something done by violence? Yes or no? Amen. Burning down things? Have you lost your mind? You're a nut. You've lost your mind. As if, okay, we'll listen now. You'll always get some people to listen to that crap, but you won't get me to listen to it. Okay? 
We don't do that. Y'all hear me yesterday. You want your house burned down. How many is willing to have your house burned down? You want your house burned down today? Is that lunatic bill, yes or no? Absolutely. That's not caring. That's not how we accomplish things. That's crazy. Let's see what James says. Wouldn't it be nice to go to the Bible and hear a little truth instead of listening to CNN or Fox or whoever? Okay? I want to hear from God today. How can I care, Lord, for people? Here's James. Well, we're going to start it out with this verse. Here's Jesus. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind or might or, and all your strength. Now, if you do that, you're probably not going to burn something down. Got it? Yes or no? Did, did we, can we say an amen? This is the first commandment. Now, the second is like it, Jesus said. You shall do what? Love your what? Neighbor as yourself. Unless you want to burn your house down or your business down, if you really love your business, I don't think you should burn their business down. How about that? Is that what that's saying? Is that plain English? Okay? There's no other greater commandment than these. How you want to be treated is how you treat people. Yes or no? And that's for law enforcement as well. But we get it. Sometimes you've got to be tougher than nails. I understand. Sometimes you go way too far. I understand that too. And you don't want to be treated that way, so why you do that? See, this works for all of us. Amen or oh me? That's why God, you've got to have a standard, my friend. What's the standard? The latest political movement in America? Is that going to be our standard? You'll go right off a cliff. You better have a standard. We call it the Word of God. What's God's Word say? Say that with me. What's God's Word? One more time. What's God's Word? How about when you're facing trouble in your life and you're screwing it up? How about you ask yourself, wait now, what's God's Word? You'd be amazed at how your life is going to change if you'll do that. Okay? Because He loves you and He cares for you. So let's talk about this subject today. What does caring look like? According to James, care for people. Care for people, James says. This is our mission. Here he is, the early church. I mean, what is this? Jesus has been crucified. He's resurrected, but he's gone. Now, they have the Holy Spirit, but even though they've got the power and the one that comes alongside, the paraclete, I get that. But it ain't the same as having Jesus that you could go wake up when the, when the storm's coming. Get up, we'll be about to sink. You understand? I mean, in a way, they own their own now. But they're not. They have the Lord. But it's hard. It's like you and I. We have to make it, don't we? But we have God with us. But tell you, we're going to have to make some hard decisions in life. And we have had to do that. And so James is saying, look, you've got to make the decision. Put all this Mickey Mouse mess y'all been doing aside. And how about this novel idea? How about we care for one another? <laughs> Here's James the preacher talking. Amen. So care for people. How do you care for people? That's the title of the message today. We're not talking about caring for dogs today. I love dogs, except mine. You know you're a sick person. You know you're a sick person. When I'm home by myself the last couple of days, and Kim's got the dog, and I even miss the dog. I need like a shrink. I need help. But anyway, I did miss the dog. I almost said to her, I miss the dog, but I thought I could never put that in writing. She'll hold that over my head for the rest of my life. But anyway, so we're caring for people. How do you do it? Say that first part with me. With your what? Possessions or with your what? That's how you care for people. 
when you're giving, you're living. Say that with me. When you're giving, you're what? Living is giving and giving is living. That's what life is. Life is giving. Life is living so that you can be giving. Life isn't, it, you're not living life, so you just sit as an isolated individual, and there you are just taking, 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 taking. That's called the Dead Sea. Water comes in, no water goes out, it's totally stagnant. Nothing can grow in it. That's our life when we're just taking, receiving, receiving. Gimme, 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 gimme. I was at a convenience store the other day. The guy's about three sheets in the wind. And he's up there at the counter. And he's telling them, you don't believe it. I just got me a check for $2,400. And the people behind the counter started language that I used to use. I, could, I mean, I was real familiar with the talk. And they're like, blip, 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 blip. We better be getting ours. Hmm. I don't know about you. I'd like to get out there and make a little money. <laughs> you hear me or not? I know people sometimes need a hand up. I get that. But we want to be people that are giving. Yes or no? Yes or no? Amen. You want to be a person that's receiving all the time? You want to be in the place where you can give? Yes or no? Are y'all hearing me or not? If you want to lose everything, if you want to lose everything, I'll pray for you. I'll pray that you lose everything. You come up afterwards and say, I just want to be a receiver from now on. I will earnestly pray that you lose everything. Nobody wants me to pray like that, do you? Yes or no? I want to be a giver. Say that with me. I want to be a what? That's caring for people. What James say? Look at what James says now. It's tough. He's talking not just to the folks of Sarah, because don't forget, there are believers. Many of them are new believers in Christ. But this message is for us. Go to now, you rich men. Weep and howl for your misery shall come upon you. You in here now with us. Maybe their house got burnt down. Who knows? I have no idea. But he's also, this message is for those out there. Your riches are corrupted. Your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and, canker, your gold and silver is cankered. The rust of them shall be a witness against you. All that we have, if we don't use it to love people and reach people and care for people, God will use it as a witness against us one day. Y'all hear me or not? Listen, I don't need Bernie Sanders taking it from me. Got it? You might not like my statement. I don't care. I get to be an American too. I would rather give because God's Word tells me to. I want to give because I want to be like the Lord. Amen. Say, I'll give a whole lot more, I believe, than somebody else taking it from me and giving it to somebody else. And them getting about three cents of a dollar I gave. Y'all hear me or not? Say, okay? It's going to be a witness against us one day how we give. This ain't a, I'm not trying to get a big offering around here. I'm trying to help us in our life. Care for people. People aren't leaving because of the message. You're going out there and working. I said that and they're, boom, they're all gone. But I know they love me. They're waving at me. There we go. Here we go. Listen, it shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Did you know if you heap up things to yourself and if you focus... You know, some of you are miserable. Your life lives and dies because of the stock market. Boy, it was about 30. Yeah, baby! Then about what? About that 17. But we forget when it was 3 and 5 and 6. We're so hard to please, aren't we? 
We need to live in the now, not live by what the stock exchange says every day. You ought to get up instead of looking at that and living for that. You ought to get up wanting to be able to give and how can I take what I have now and help somebody. Y'all hear me or not? That's how you care for people with your stuff, guys. You've heaped treasure together for the what? For the what days? For the last days. Your last days are your last days. You see what I'm saying? When's the last days? I don't know, but a lot of y'all's last days is right now. Me too. As I get older, my last days are getting closer, ain't they? Yes or no? And we're heaping up stuff for our last days. Why not be giving stuff away instead of heaping stuff up? Yes or no? Y'all hearing the message today? Am I being, I was planning on not being ugly. That didn't work, did it? <laughs> She's looking at me like, I didn't work. <laughs> Here we go. Then James keeps going. Behold the hire of the laborers who've reaped down your fields. People have worked for you. You kept back money from them. You don't pay them what they need. I don't, again, need the government to tell me how much to pay people. I, I like a standard. I got that. But I think as believers in Christ, we should want to be able to pay people. Yes or no? Amen. We should want to be able to reward people for hard work. Amen or oh me? Yes or no? If you don't know this, this is what the Bible teaches. But when you screw people over financially by fraud, it's, they're, they're what's happened, cries. And the cries of them, this is a crazy verse. The cries of them which are reaped, these cries of people you've defrauded, have entered into the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. Now you're like, well, okay, I, I just don't even know what that means, so I just pass over it real fast. What that means is that the word really means the Lord of the armies of heaven. When we cheat people and we fraud, defraud people and we don't give to people and we have the ability to do, God's in essence saying, the armies of heaven are coming after you. What? 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 Yeah. The armies of heaven are coming after me. When I hoard, when I don't give, when I'm a selfish person. That's not God's will for my life. The Bible says, give and it shall be what? Given to you, pressed down, shaken down, good measure. But you know that a lot of people preach, you give five, you get ten. You know, no, when I give five, I'm alive. When I give five, it feels good. When I give five, I get to see the smile on somebody's face. When I give, I'm able to see that little kid be able to get a little food. Amen. Say, that's what it's about. And that, that is reward. Can you say reward? reward to see what you've worked for and how you've worked and you can take what you have and, and help other people. Good gracious alive. This is beautiful. This is how the Lord provides other people's needs. He provides them through who? Who? Us. Strong message. You've lived in pleasure on this earth and you've been wanton. What does that mean? You've lived in pleasure and you think you got all, you think, it's like that church in the book of Revelation. You're rich, you have need of nothing. You're naked and poor and blind. That's how God sees the real deal in us. We're not happy. You've nourished your hearts as in a day of what? Slaughter. Slaughter's coming. The armies of heaven are coming. It's not good. You've condemned and you've killed the just. Probably, you know, on this planet... One-third of this planet since the beginning of time has been killed at the hands of another man or woman. 
one-third of our planet since the beginning of time has been killed from another man or woman's hands. Did y'all just hear what I said? We need to care for people, not kill people. Yes or no? Amen. Can we thank the Lord? Come on. How about we care for people, not kill people? How about that? Amen. Strong message. He's finishing it up. This is where we came from. This is our heritage. This is the first church. This is the first message, basically, to the earliest church after Jesus. How should we live? This is the best way to start a church. Churches ought to get right here, and this is what we're going to do. We're going to model our church after this right here. Amen? So we care for people with our what? Stuff. Stuff. And I like that last verse. It's sort of sad. You condemn and kill the just, and he doesn't resist you. You know what that means? That means so often when we defraud people or we have in our life or they were doing it, people just let us. People just let us. Just because you can do something and get by with it and somebody will roll over doesn't mean you should do it. Did you hear me or not? Say pitiful. I see it with elderly people down here. People take advantage of our elderly. There is hell to pay and heaven's armies are after you. Amen. Say, if you take advantage and you're a business in this church or you're watching online and you take advantage of people, I hope your business goes belly up. You do not have the support of your pastor. You're a bum. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, you're a piece of, you know, garbage. As far as I'm concerned, we don't do that. Young people listening today, you're going to go and have a career. You do it this way. And God will bless a snot out of you. Amen. Tough stuff. Really caring? Really? Really? This is how you do it right here. Whoa, man, bus ran over me. He ain't done. Let's look at another one. How do I care for people with my patience? What's the other word? Okay, I'll give my money. I'm good. No, 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 no. We're not done. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waits for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receives the early and latter rain. God has called us to care for each other by being patient with one another. Somebody can say something at Publix or not. Isn't that right, sweetie pie? You ever see people get disgruntled at Publix, yes or no? Isn't it pathetic? Is it pathetic? You go with a smile on your face. You're 16 or 17. How old? How old? 16. You go to work, got the smile on your face, and somebody moans and groans at you. How does it make you feel? Like garbage? Sure it does. That's not how we're to treat people. You don't grudge against one another, brethren. If your order ain't right, listen, I need to be patient and I need to have a little endurance. All we're showing when we fly off the handle is how weak we are and how out of shape spiritually we are. Oh, I got a fellowship. But I'm going to tell you right now, you out of shape. The Bible says bodily exercise profits little. What does that mean? This is the real stuff right here. This is where it takes the work right here. Don't grudge against one another. Lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge does what? He's doing what? He's standing before the door. We think we're getting by with this? Oh, no. Remember heaven's armies. That'll scare you a little bit right there. Take my brethren the prophets who've spoken in the name of the Lord, for example, of suffering and affliction and of patience. 
We let anything sidetrack us today. Hard times. I'm still very disappointed in the church. You might not be, but I'm very disappointed in the church in America rolling over so quickly and shutting down. I just would have liked a little resistance, just a little bit. Okay? Behold, we count them happy which do what? We count people happy that have gone through the fire and come out the other side, don't they? There's nothing happier than to be in the pit like you were, Russ, and come to me with a smile on your face and tell me how he's been doing. There's nothing better than being in the pit and getting out on the other side and enduring and looking back. That is happiness. Yeah, praise the Lord. That's what happiness looks like. Okay? So we're to be patient with one another. You've heard the patience of Job. What did you read the end? The end of the book. The end of the Lord. Because the Lord's very pitiful. The Lord's of tender mercy to us. How many, if you got what you deserve, you wouldn't be where you are today? Let me see. So if I got what I deserve, see? I love it. It's an old southern statement. You ask people, how you doing? They go, better than I deserve. But above all things, my brethren, don't swear neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath. Let your yea be yea, your nay be nay, lest you fall into condemnation. Endure. Be patient with people. Don't pull the wool. Don't lie. Let your word be your word. That's how you care for people. How, are we learning anything yet? How do I care for people with my stuff? Don't cheat them. Be able to give to people. Treat people right. Giving is living. Say that again. Giving is what? It's living, man. Give it away. To, I'll give it when I'm dead. No, you're dead. That won't give it. That was some attorney doing whatever you'd done after you'd been dead. I'd encourage you to give a little bit of it away before you ever get there. You might live a little longer. That's a little, just a side note. Care for people with your stuff care for, or your possessions. Care for people with your prayers or your endurance. And care for people with your what? No, with your, I'm sorry, the what with patience. And the last one is prayer. Care for people with your what? But what's that mean? Restoration. Now, we're not talking about now lay me down to sleep. Well, I pray for you, brothers. This is, no, 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 no. Caring is more than that. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing songs. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. It's funny how the church has got all enamored with the oil. Don't get enamored with the oil. Get enamored with the caring. Don't miss the whole passage called the oil, okay? All right? You got some oil you can pray with me, preacher? How about this? How about if I pray with you in my heart? Amen. Yes or no? Don't let little things like that screw you up and think if you don't do it this way, it won't work. The Bible's not a, a Ouija board or a magic wand. It's all about the heart. Always is, always will be. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. And if you've committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So pray for people. Pray for people. That's how we what? Care. Got it? Got to quit. Confess your faults one to another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Say that verse with me, one of the best in the Bible. Say it with me. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails what? Much. says Elijah was a man of like passions as we are. He prayed earnestly. It wouldn't rain. You know it didn't rain for about three and a half years? That's crazy. Why won't you pray? Why don't you pray for somebody for tough situations? Lord's heaven's armies, the judge is at the door. He might like to hear that. He prayed again. The heavens gave rain. The earth brought forth her fruit. Just don't brag about it when you do it. Amen. Say, don't get you a TV show. 
Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and convert one, and you convert him, let him know that he which converts a sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Russ, you came to me the other day. And I could have patted you on the head. But after you were gone, I thought I was rough on him. But I talked to you like a man. Like I wanted to be talked to. I don't want you to be in the ditch. I want you up on top. Amen? You're getting there? Absolutely. That's awesome. Listen, that's caring. Got it? Yes. I'm not trying to point me out some great example. I screw it up all the time. But guys, we don't have a country club we're running here. We have a, we have a caring club we're running here. You hear me? We love Jesus and we love people. That's James' message. Care for people how? With your stuff. Care for people how? Endure with them. Endure. Endure. Endure hardness as a good soldier, the Bible says. Care for people with your prayers. Help people to be restored. Whatever situation they find themselves in, let's care enough to lift them up and get them back on their feet again. Amen. Let's praise the Lord for His Word. We've got to quit. Boom. I like the message. Amen. Praise the Lord.